Three, two, one, ghost. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Three, Two, One, Ghost. It's me. It's your guy, your host with Silent G. I'm Kyle. It's nice to see you all, hear you all. I guess I'm not hearing you. You're hearing me, so <laughs> we can scratch that in editing. I'm joined, as always, by my pal, Natalie. How are you? Hi, Kyle. Hi, y'all. How's it going? It's going okay. I, um, I'm going to be really upfront here. I've been trying to do that lately. Just really just start right up front with my feelings here, especially with my hot takes. Not really big into vampire movies. Okay. You know, just in general. That is a hot take and I'll tell everyone why. This is, we're, we're talking about, we're talking about a vampire movie and a vampire movie that Kyle chose. Yeah, I did. So let's just put that out there. Just air that out. So we're talking about 1985's Fright Night um i chose this movie you remember when we were talking about you know our spooky picks for you know different kind of subgenres and categories and i think we both we both picked the same vampire movies right didn't we say from dust till dawn and buffy yes which are still pretty fun i like them mm-hmm. but and mm-hmm. but those movies and this movie i really treat as exceptions i i don't you know, it, maybe it might even be a hotter take that I'm not really big into zombies, you know, or it's not really my first choice for for that. But I um and remember because I was kind of I was kind of dodging that when we were talking about zombie movies. That was very mm-hmm. broad. I can't say why. I think that I've certainly tried. You know, I think these movies, you know, are the ones that I brought up, and then you know, Fright Night and its remake are good maybe just like i don't know like what makes those different i think i like my vampires being monstrous you know having that mm-hmm. aspect to them i don't know i think i just get kind of bored by it you know but at the same time like i'll you know put someone in any sort of mask and have them murder some people on any sort of holiday then and, and i'm good and i enjoy it but i don't know I I think I can take a guess as to what separates the movies that you listed of vampire movies that you like versus the one maybe like all of the others. It's a it's a comedic element. Vampires can be very serious, can be very somber, and if you if you take it a little bit lighter and a little less serious, vampires can actually be like one of the more fun genres i think because the first thing that comes to mind for me like movies like vampire movies that are most loved is interview with a vampire which i remember you said you were not a fan of i actually i don't think i've seen it the whole way through it's it's long so that's understandable it's too long i'm it's as long as their lifetime it, but i don't mind serious vampire things and maybe maybe this is a hot take but Gosh, I hope everyone doesn't hate me if you're a fan of vampire things. But vampires felt very like adolescent times for me. Like, and and it could be because of when Buffy the Vampire Slayer started. But when when you're like a teenager, there's something so mystifying about vampires. And I have a lot of notes about, about that. But I don't know. As I got older, I realized the same thing that I I actually really liked more funny comedic elements to my vampire stories than that super over the top serious Anne Rice like type of vampire that like they're, you know, they're dark and brooding and you know, just 
it's so much drama rather than um, the fun and the horror of it. So I, th- I think that could be the difference here because I, I also agree. Fright Night, the remake is actually in in my list of favorites. I absolutely agree. And I'll probably be talking about the remake a little bit as, as, little you know, bit. as we as we go. I, uh, you know, I mean, I think you touched on some of it pretty well. I don't think I have found myself sexually attracted to vampires or the idea of vampires like uh, many preteens and teens and older adults or, you know, mm-hmm. possibly want to do. I don't know. Um, yeah, because I, I guess... On record, I have. Absolutely. 1,000%. Well, you know I have. And... Well, I think that's what, but I say, I think, and and maybe that's like what, you know, it's like, if you, you know, if it's Angel, you know, or Spike, whatever, 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 yes, (laughs) whatever side of the aisle you're on. And um, (laughs) it's, yeah, you know, I guess you don't really want to have sex with Swamp Thing, huh? No. So, So there's a little bit of that, that, so the little danger in that eroticism, I suppose. I also want to make it very clear to everyone because I I mentioned Buffy and I purposely left out Twilight, but now I feel like I do need to bring Twilight up. I don't fuck with Twilight. I didn't read those books. I won't read those books. I was gifted those books by your wife. Do you remember that? You're giving me a look like it's my fault. No, I felt (laughs) bad because I was just like, thank you so much. I'm not going to read these. (laughs) One, I don't read I don't read fiction ever. And two, I was like, I'm never going to watch these movies. Like it was just, it was too, I felt like that was the point where I was like, I'm not going to go back and watch these because I've already had, like, I've found my vampire romance. Like, you know, it it was of, of the past and yeah, I I don't, I don't mess with twilight. So that's a, I think it's because of the seriousness of it. I was working at a bookstore now defunct, borders in the Stonestown Galleria Mall in San Francisco. And this was before the Twilight movie came out. So there was, I think at least, I'm sorry, I don't know. I think there were probably like a few books at that point, like eight or at least three of the, like the four core ones, I, I believe. I thought they only and, have, I thought there's only three, but I don't know. I could be, I'm, I could be wrong. There's four because it's, Oh, Jesus, I can't remember. Don't worry. I'm not even going to try it. But so <laughs> there was this event, you know, naturally at the Hot Topic in the mall. Um, <laughs> Robert Pattinson was going to be there like signing. Wow. You know, deal. Chiked, you know, you know, spiked chokers or, you know, invaders in t-shirts or, you know, whatever else you find in a Hot Topic. But um the and this was before the movie even came out so i don't think there was even like a trailer at this point i think there was just announced that like this dude was going to be playing like promoting this person but i guess at this point he was probably i haven't seen those harry potter movies either and i think he's in one of those i believe right so maybe there was some familiarity with who this person was but i think just the idea that this person is playing edward just automatically made him I don't know, like just the like Sex people just, yeah, and they so were ready for it. They canceled the event because all these women were like trampling over each other, and you know, I think we're trying to like shove themselves up against like you know like the glass like windows on that side, and like that broke a little bit, and one of the girls like they got you know 
nearly suffocated and that's terrible and you're like this movie isn't even fucking out yet and it's just like you know there's so i don't know i don't know so but so when i I like i i get it to to a certain extent like you you say like you know like what do they call it like beatles mania that was like the first time that like women were like running down the street (laughs) knocking each other over for these guys and the same thing happened like in the 90s with all the boy bands i'm gonna like like let's let's just call people out on their shit like are you that desperate for the d like you can't you can't find someone who looks similar in your life like it has you have to like trample other people to be close to this person that probably isn't going to acknowledge your existence it's wild there's some horny ladies and people still go to uh go to forks that's out here and i live in forks um, it's in uh it's in the islands outside of seattle like kind of more like olympic oh is that where they filmed it yeah and it's a real town okay it's out there so so like they you know they're good them and them in north bend the one that like you know the a lot of places kind of uh they film twin peaks up here too so mm. i feel like a lot of those smaller towns uh then they just like that's just how they generate their revenue is just, just by visitors and shit so it's yeah. it's like ah you know make it work have a have a sparkly baseball event every year i don't know they <laughs> might but i'm sure they have something like that some sort of convention i'm sure so i um i hadn't seen fright night in a really long time um this movie directed by tom holland no not 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 spider-man not the spider-man tom holland this was a lovely collaboration between him and chris sarandon do you know what movie they did after this Mm -hmm. child's play so so tom holland directed child's play but this was his first this was the first time that he had directed which i think he did a great job I i think so too I think that, yeah, because he was a writer, you know, and then got a chance to do this movie and then co-wrote A Child's Play with Don Mancini mm-hmm. and directed it. And, uh, dude, you know, just Tom Holland, Chris Sarandon, you know, it's only, I think there was a, there was like a TV movie after that too. I think they did together, but I think that's enough. You know, you got, you know, fuck, you think Scorsese, De Niro, <laughs> Holland Sarandon. I don't know. Like that's a that's a one-two punch of okay. just nothing but in- I I went on like um maybe maybe an internet black hole might be an exaggeration. I watched like two YouTube videos um of like 10 facts you didn't know about Fright Night. And a lot of them I already knew. So I was like, okay, everybody calm down. These aren't secrets. But one thing that I did not know was that Chris Sarandon actually did not want to be in this movie. He was like, no, thank you to a first time director. No, thank you to a horror movie. I'm not playing a vampire. That's ridiculous. And then I guess he read the screenplay and was like, this sounds awesome. Sign me up. And I was like, yeah, great. That's awesome. Also, Chris Sarandon in the 80s. Yes, 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 yes. Dude, they... Man, they put him in some good outfits in this movie Ugh. too. He's always that looking scarf, good. Like yeah. the 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 eighties of that like that trench coat that he wears with that the white scarf. trench coat with the scarf, so good. Ugh. And then the oh, and it's just like the sweater on top of the other like turtleneck sweater. And oh my gosh, yes, 
his his whole thing he was he was looking great the entire mm. time gosh how and old how old do we think he was like early 30s yeah i think so it's hard to tell in the 80s everyone looks 30 i know that's hard i want to say he was probably yeah i think he was in his 30s at some point there because i was looking it up because he's like 65 now or somewhere around there i was looking up some of the cast also, just because I wanted to see what the age gap was between him and... Uh, oh, you did I, look up the, the ages. Yeah, between him okay. and Amanda Bercy. I don't know how you pronounce I that. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I've always known her as Marcy. Marcy Darcy. Marcy yeah. Darcy. Dude, yeah, I know. She's great. It's funny. You know, it's funny, like, in those shows, like uh, Married with Children and, you know, The Simpsons, they're, the characters that I just didn't understand and didn't find funny as a kid... It's like when I'm a kid, I I like Al Bundy and Homer Simpson and Bart, you know, and mm-hmm. the older I get, the more I realize like Marge is like the funniest character on that fucking show. And like Marcy is like the funniest character on that fucking show. And, I love um, Marcy. So, but those are, those are the two things she was kind of known for. And, mm-hmm. but gosh, the, the character she plays here is i was like i couldn't like quite put you know so i know she's like in her early 20s when she's filming this i Mm -hmm. know the character is supposed to be 17. Mm -hmm. sometimes i feel like she's playing her like like a nine-year-old um Um, i i have so many thoughts about the character amy um she the way that they wardrobe her i fucking get it there's so many aspects to this 80s fashion then you've got you know she's supposed to seem more innocent like we get her you know we change her wardrobe as she's getting more enthralled you know with with jerry but there's one point where she has two i hope you know what a claw clip is she has two giant claw clips on each side of her head no one has ever done that. I don't care what fucking decade it is. That hairstyle is the worst. Her outfits gave me anxiety. Like, she was like a child. Yeah, could, they give her like a little bow and and the and like the overalls. It was terrible. And, and she just even the way she like talked was is is just like Charlie. And it was very um just unsettling to me but i but really i mean as far as you know as far as our three leads as far as like the three kids here she i find her the least obnoxious out of the three shut the front uh, door no uh, absolutely not no 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 evil ed whatever the fuck his name is that character is not charming at all to me. I think he's a fan favorite. I fucking can't stand him at all. No, no, no. I'm telling you that she, yeah, I, I agree. I think that she is the least obnoxious no, out of the three. I think Charlie. No. Yes. This no, is, I gotta, okay. Uh-uh. Let's hop. No. Let's hop. Okay. Let's hop. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't get to move forward just yet. I'm going to tell you off. something about the the actor okay so what how do you pronounce it william ragsdale is that right ragsdale okay i have a soft spot for him because he is in one of my worst favorite movies and i say worst favorite movies because everyone i show it to that didn't see it as a child thinks it's the worst movie ever it's wonderful it's called mannequin on the move 
It is the sequel to the movie Mannequin, which is mm-hmm. meh. It's it's a gem. It's like a Godfather Part Two, where like you know the sequels yes. surpasses the original. Kinda. Exactly. It mm. it is the most over the top ridiculous movie you've ever seen. It has Christy Swanson as well. So I'm biased, is what I'm saying. I guess just Mannequin. Everyone's like, oh okay, Mannequin. But Mannequin on the move. You're like, well, that yeah. Mannequin's moving. I need to watch this movie. There's it's action packed. It is. I am. Yeah, I don't know if that's. <laughs> to move the needle for me much uh let's i think this would be a good time just to hop right into the movie because yep we you know open with just a lot of really just excessive kissing sounds um as we're zooming into this bedroom window and then you're hearing you know peter vincent's fright night mm-hmm. doing his doing his whole thing ah peter vincent and, love him and, and you are introduced to charlie being just really just a teenager i would say a little more aggressively rapey okay than... i've i've got thoughts here so first of all the this scene is opening to a situation that everyone should be familiar with like the making out on the bed for endless amounts of time as teenagers is like the i made a like, note actually not on the bed for some reason but um, on, the floor. on the floor yeah they're on the floor yeah next to the bed okay sure yeah which is which is a weird choice so like he's he's doing he's doing the thing that is annoying as fuck and like always crosses the line of like why why aren't we having sex like wh- what's stopping you why do you always tell me to stop and like he's being super obnoxious so she's she's like okay like let's just do it so this is where i get annoyed with her because wow, that is not how I'm I read that at all. No, I know. I know. I knew we were going to go we're we're going to butt heads a lot on this because and it's not even from like a like a pressure standpoint. It's from a like girl, like are you even turned on? He's being a total dick. He's not paying attention to you at at the next point. He's looking out the fucking window being a peeping tom. So, and you're sitting there like with your shirt off and eventually she like covers up. But I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, are you all really going to try to fuck under these circumstances? And we don't even know that the mom is right downstairs yet. We don't even know that part yet. So in this situation, I hate them both. I hate this, this situation. I can't stand it. I mean, when they're making out, I, I don't know. I felt like I have... I don't know. I've been in situations in high school where it was like, hey, this is new, kissing only. And it's like, you, you know, you just respect that. And it's, but it's just like, it's just hard. I felt like the movie, you know, spoiler alert, the movies, just the constant obstacle this movie has is just trying to overcome the fact that I hate Charlie so fucking much that I just root for him to lose at every corner. He's- He's he quite is, dumb. He is he is a bad friend. He is a fucking terrible abusive boyfriend. <laughs> and that's why clearly you don't see him have any other fucking friends. And I don't even know if those people are his friends. But like he he's trying to, you know, put his hand up her shirt, right? She says yeah. no, right? Immediately tries to do it again. And she's like, fucking Charlie, yeah. I fucking told you. And then yeah. he goes, like, you know, all I ever hear is Charlie, stop it. And I'm like, how many times does she have to say that to you? And it, clearly it's not <laughs> fucking working, bro. And then 
but the challenge <laughs> this movie just fucks me up man the 80s it's um yeah because she like on a dime will immediately be like ah oh, no so no i'm sorry it's my fault and oh, yeah let me have let me have sex with you and when she's on the, like the bed like she like is looking like she is terrified she yeah. is scared of doing this she is so uncomfortable right now yet and and i'm just thinking this poor teenage girl like oh this awful just pressure <laughs> that she is under and he can't and the dude and he just like and just like also like will just ignore her immediately too she's gonna give him exactly what he wants he's like oh never mind i want to see this now he is he is a dickhead like the whole way through and that's that's the thing about like this type of situation like it to your point like she says no stop and he goes to do it again and i can't count on two hands like how many times that has happened in in real life for me as you know a a teenager or an adult so there's this like I don't remember what how this how this thought like came up in my brain or like what was the catalyst for it I was like okay I was like in order for her to say no or yes and give consent he does need to ask so like you have to ask at least once right so once you get your no or you get your stop, then that's your cue to be like, okay, we're just we're just making out then. We're watching Peter Vincent. Like, it's all good. It's the it's the asking like multiple times that is like is a lot. But then the other thing too, like that I think about, like, because you said, like, you know, she looks like really like nervous and scared on the bed. And she says that she's like, you know, she's scared to try. Um I also think, though, I'm like, as a teenager, like, of course, you're going to be scared of sex. Like, you're going to be scared of your first time. So it's like her being scared isn't being scared of him, although he's being pushy and being a dick. It's her also being scared of the actual act itself. So if she's feeling that scared, then it's not the right time. Like, we're not doing it today. Like, we're we're putting our top back on we're not having sex. Like we just had an argument about it. So that was like, that was my big note. Like I was like, are we really going to have sex for the first time? Like while you're mad at each other, your mom's downstairs, like, you know, rewarding him for that, like shitty behavior, like all the things I know, like, it's not going to stop you from having sex because your mom's downstairs, like been there, done that. But like the first time, the first time I, <laughs> the head nod that you all couldn't see <laughs> of like um the <laughs> i don't know i yeah i think it's it just clearly and this isn't the only thing i think it just clearly demonstrates there's asshole selfish teenager but damn charlie charlie sucks like there's there's no redeeming quality that he has it's okay. not like he's the funny one it's not like he is really does anything to kill the vampires i mean you know come on that's all peter vincent oh yeah he's a vampire killer so he's he's just pretty useless the whole time so i don't know he is at a 10 also like he's at a 10 like the whole time um which which can be a lot and when he's not like super loud and saying dumb things like it's like you got to learn when to say you think someone's a vampire you can't start with that don't don't start with that but like him watching through the window like outside makes sense you know he sees the the coffin 
how how are we going to present that information in a way that's that's useful? He he does not do it. Like he's not listening to anything that Marcy's saying, and I get that. But you know how how are you presenting this? What does he say? He's like, there's there's a coffin going into the into the house next door as there's a coffin like being lifted on the movie because he's a horror fan. And I was like, I kind of feel bad for him that like no one believed him just because he watches a bunch of vampire movies. Um, you know, if I said there was like a mass killer stalking me, like I would hope that you would, you'd believe me. I think that we would be a little more apt to believe him if he wasn't just like sexually assaulting her and then just ignoring her during, and then she apologizes. And then he's, I I, I did like- He ignores you know, her for the whole first act of the movie, really. Oh my God. It's just like, you know, towards the end where he's just like, oh my God, this is clearly the only woman that will date me or be around me. So I should probably be invested in trying to save her. But <laughs> they're like making out and he's trying to get all handsy. And she's like, oh no, look, it's, he points to the TV being like, it's, it's Peter Vincent, you love him. That'd probably work for me. I'd be like, ooh. be like, and you know, be like, hey, tell us where the crypt's on. I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah. All right. Pause. Yeah. Pause. pause, on this. pause. It's time Sorry. to watch Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> let me watch. Let me watch this this crypt keeper. No a, titties today. <laughs> that's that dude's a rascal. I um, and then same thing between um him and Ed. Now the only people that don't call him evil which he continually asks please don't call me that yeah, why do they call him that i did that i did not understand i don't, I don't know what he does that's particularly evil but... yeah he seems just like a like an obnoxious prankster type of kid and as much as i can't handle him and i like i i, I don't think him. it's i don't think anything's particularly evil but also like yeah you know the only people that don't call him that are like peter vincent you know and as well mm -hmm. as the vampire mm, yeah. so so like just just like the people you know the adults just treating him with just a little bit of respect even when you know charlie is like desperate and i know i'm jumping around a little bit but he's just like you know evil evil ed come on i need you like please you got to help me you know with this van you know help me with this vampire mm. you're the only one and i'm just like even like at his most even at charlie's most desperate and going to his only friend i think they're friends but like the only friend we see in this movie mm -hmm. and he still can't bring himself to just not call him evil like he like yeah. ed asked i think even in that moment he says like yeah he's don't, like, call, don't me evil. call me that like and in that moment so that so when you know, Ed just gives himself up to the, I mean, I mean, I know that, you know, there's that kind of like that, you know, mind control spell situation, you know, the vampires mm -hmm. do, but I don't blame Ed and I don't blame Marcy either. I think that Marcy, they're Amy. both, Amy, you called her Marcy earlier. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yeah, Shit. Stop rolling with we're, okay. We're going to switch back and forth between Amy and Marcy. Deal with it, everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. I, um, I think I was just calling one kid Jumanji because he was in Jumanji. I think that's the Halloween H2O. I can't remember. But yeah, so I don't know where I was going with all this. They were better off with the vampire. I, I like, like, other than being with Charlie and just serving that fucker's needs the whole time. I don't know. Yeah. So, I, I the remake, the on the other hand, 
you, you like he's he's likable yes and he's also a lot smarter because he's quieter and he's like thinking things through and watching things a little bit more like but also the mom the mom his mom she's not in this movie a lot um Mm-mm. but she also isn't very smart like not to like i don't want to like skip ahead we can we can move our way back again but like when she invites jerry over mm-hmm. he is saying things that are clearly very over like past boundaries like he says that he'll be coming over often whenever he likes or something of that nature she's like i did Sorry, not what say the that fuck did you just say yeah like i feel like you need to leave like you're just gonna let him say that to your son that's, I'm also that's also just for also just for clarity and, and maybe this is the other thing you know that makes you know vampire movies a little difficult is you know this inconsistency of what vampires can and can't do um mm. I was curious you know because you pretty I mean, classic you watch you watch a lot of Buffy you know yeah. and you so you you know at least that vampire lore a little bit so mm-hmm. when you are welcomed into a house mm-hmm even just the one time, like, I'm pretty sure the welcome, the one time means you're forever. You're good. Yep. You're in. Unless you're there's some sort of anti-welcome yep. spell, which I'm there sure, sure Buffy has one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course she does. Come on now. Yeah. This amateur hour. <laughs> I, I, I like that no matter what, there's always a spell to undo, to exactly undo the spell that you did. You know, so yeah. that's. It can undo how, plot holes. <laughs> how, how, can, how convenient is that? But I was wondering, do you get access to the entire house? Yeah really so like you yeah. know, i'm thinking like if it's my room i'm like well no i did not give that up but the parents nope. are the ones paying the mortgage so they're the ones it's that maybe get to decide the whole house so it has to be from my understanding buffy and a few others you need to be someone who lives there to invite the person into the house so like I do you could you couldn't the... invite someone into my house do or you, you like, couldn't be on invite the lease? a vampire no i mean it's 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 fucking magic like the house knows who lives there <laughs> what does that mean you know because i know there's like squatters rights laws like what does that mean if like someone refuses if, like to someone just kind of like if someone's like staying there um that i don't know and then do know. they get the opportunity to invite vampires in and also i think that if i can't count my basement is square footage for the rest of my house i don't think that that should count for vampire entry Either, it does so. though it does mm. yeah it definitely just, does okay the other thing too is that um you know i was reading a little bit and by reading a little bit i mean i looked at the wikipedia and <laughs> the other thing too is that he um he's like eating apples and i was like i thought vampires like just like can't like digest do you know why food. he was eating the fruit this is fun because he's a part fruit bat yeah, I was like, that was a, that's a fun little fun little thing. But there's okay, so that's something that varies in a lot of um, vampire mythology is whether or not they can eat food. So in some, they are literally grossed out by food, and others like they can drink, they can eat, like all the things, and they're fine. But in my mind, the vampire that I like to think of, like they should be able to eat and drink regular food because if you're going to be posing as a human and make it in like moving around in the human world, you're you're have to eat in front of people. 
Yeah, you're going to have to get, you're going to get roped into a work happy hour. <laughs> yes. Right? And show up but, to one yeah, of those things. You, you definitely work at night, so, you know. There's late happy hours. There's yeah. late night happy hours. There you go. Yeah, just go yeah. to the go to the Applebee's or the Chili's. I'm sure they do some. They've got some yeah. sort of special going on. And that and that's another thing is the shape shifting. Like some some vampire lore, you can you're a bat. Others, you're you're just a a person that like maybe your face changes. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe the fangs just come out. So there's a lot of like there's a lot of nuance. I like the one where this kind of follows as well as Buffy where. You know, just like when vampires get real angry, that's when they, mm-hmm. they get that, that's just that. <laughs> yeah. That, you get pissed. They turn a little, a little monstrous. Yeah. If you get angry or hurt or apparently very hungry, like that would prompt your face or your fangs to change. I think one of the really fun things about this, that's like subtle, but I noticed it, you notice it throughout is jerry's hands and his nail length changes so the first time they show his hands when he's um when carly is just being a total peeping tom because we don't know that he's a vampire and he's just watching him love up on this woman you continue Um, to defend him he is a pervert and a weirdo but but you see you see his hand like his nails like have a certain length to them not the longest that they'll be in the movie but they are longer and i remember being like thinking like oh yeah okay chris chris like you're looking good like and then i was like oh that hand though like you could tell the fingers were longer the nails were longer like they extend the length of his fingers too well first that was very weird when they're standing right in that window because i felt like even the woman in the window as she was taking her top off was looking directly at charlie which is very strange. It looked like she, she was like, looking. She was looking off to the side, like she was looking out the window for sure, but not like right straight across at Charlie. It, it's strange because she definitely doesn't notice him until you see Jerry look through the window and like close the blinds, and she's like, "What the fuck is this creep like watching us?" You can see her face change. At first, when I saw his hand, I was just like, "Oh, that just looks." just kind of more of like a feminine hand with like, you know, maybe like longer slender fingers and then with the longer nails, you know, I'm not saying this, you know, but yeah, it's, but so I was like, oh, that's just, is that, is that vamp- vampiric? That's just, he just has fancy no, nice his, little hands, his nice little ring on it. If you look closely at his hands when like, for instance, in the scene where he is wearing like the, the white turtleneck underneath the sweater, and his hands look completely normal. The length of his fingers are different. His fingers are longer when his nails are longer. So it's almost like as if there's not like an extra knuckle, but it like in between each like bend of the finger, it looks slightly longer. And that's why that threw me off. Cause I was like, Oh, those are like, those are monster hands. Those are not like, Oh, my nails are just not clipped. Like I leave them a little long, like, but also like, Maybe for some of the things he he wants to do, like maybe we don't want long nails for for certain places. Have you ever done that thing where you you make your nails like a like a pointy? If you get like pointy, oh, yeah. like acrylics on there. I had I had pointy acrylics for years. Oh really? Oh, see, just... yeah. This I mean, this is the first year that I I have not, and I feel like I like my fingers to be long. Like I like them to feel longer. Yeah. 
Feels kind of creepy, kind of kind of creepy, kind of like feminine though at the same time. Sounds kind of fun. I like that. You know, we're only introduced to well, here we can just kind of play just some some quick catch up really quick, you know, plot wise is, you know, nobody's believing this whole vampire thing, mm-hmm. you know. His mom's just like, "No, absolutely not." Fucking, yeah. you know, Ed's like, "Absolutely not." I like how they meet at this diner and you've got Amy who's immediately like, "Hey, I'm sorry about what happened." Outfit. Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry. It was no, she goes, I'm sorry. It was my fault. And then Charlie goes, It is, it was. And she goes, and she doesn't she doesn't explain how any of that was her fault. Yeah. She just keeps she just continues on and he just nods and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess it was I guess it was her fault. <laughs> Whatever. Well, was and going this is on. this is one of the problems. This is one of the problems with the 80s is even if it is completely his fault, she's still going to rework that. And if she would have told that story to a friend or to her mom, maybe not her mom because she's 17, but like they would have fed into the narrative of it being her fault of her overreacting or like, you know, like, well, you have been going out for a year. Like, you know what I mean? So like her giving that narrative totally fits what would have happened at that time. Like not, and I'm not saying that's the right thing. I'm saying that that's like, I, I will never forget this. Um, RIP to my great grandma. Um, but worst advice I've ever been given in my life and totally unsolicited. I had mentioned that Joel and I were having a fight. I was like, I was like, I'm so I'm still really pissed with him. And she was like, Oh, is that why he didn't come today? And I was like, Yeah, you know, we had a fight. She goes, Well, you know, the best thing you can do in a marriage is, you know, if he wants sex. Just, just lay there, let him do his thing, you know, and then you can work things out in the morning, but it's always important to just make sure, you know, that, that you provide that. And I was like, it is not that time of, that is, that is not our generation's narrative, but that is a woman giving another woman terrible advice. Like, and that's where those fucking stupid statements of like, this was my fault, like come from. And that's where men get even worse because Charlie's like, oh, I guess it was her fault. It's like, I'm, I'm doing all the right things. Like and on, then onto the plot. And then he goes and then immediately then ignores her again. Yeah. Because the TV's on talking about the murders that have happened yeah. um, of, you know, w- women allegedly in the life that he saw walk over or walk into um mm, yes yes chris the, sarandon's house jerry's yeah, the, house yeah nobody's believing him and then it gets to the point where he brings the police over and you know again he because he does have a point he's like look okay i won't bring up the vampire stuff yeah th- those women are dead and i did i, saw I was the, i was the last person to see them alive so i feel like yeah. I, should have met, I should mention that but also, why is that detective taking a teen boy with him to investigate this? Like, he has no business being there in that house while he's being questioned. Like, that should have been anonymous for his safety. It's a little Especially, outrageous. Yeah, considering that they were just, like, multiple murders. And then if Ed was right, they they all had their heads chopped off. Yeah. So it's like, mm, yeah, I don't know if that's good to just put this poor boy <laughs> in the crosshairs. And... Yeah. And then also, you know, that's where we, we'd met him before a little bit, but, you know, 
his uh, live-in carpenter, I think, is yeah. how, how his mom thought it was. Has is there ever, is that common, a live-in carpenter? I have never heard of that in my life. I also am so curious, like, what the nature of their relationship is. And I have so many questions about that guy. What is he? Well, he's, I would assume he is Jerry's familiar. But he's not... Why does he die the way that he does? Like, he can't be, like, shot. Like, that gives him special powers. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of the... I mean, well, again, inconsistent, right? But the I think the yeah. idea of a familiar is that... I think like you do Renfield. get... Like a Renfield. Yeah, like, you do get, like, some... Benefits. I don't know. Did you ever see that movie, Renfield? With I Nicolas did. Cage? Did yeah, you watch so, it? Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's- it's got it's got fun and it's got a lot of Nicolas Cage is killing it though in that movie. He's good. It could have been I feel like that could have been a five minute funnier die movie, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's a little uh, but it's like, yeah, abusive yeah, relationship, okay. get it. But like so I think but in that You're case, right. he he's, gets special he's powers. a familiar. Okay. I, I just didn't I don't know. I felt I felt like like maybe they had like a thing. Like they're like romantic but well I maybe think not for the 80s well i think that's also probably implicit too right just like how i mean, i thought like that is like that relationship between vampire and familiar like is a little i just think vampires just fuck everybody well, like yeah. they'll fuck anybody they just like feeling eating touching like yeah gross <laughs> yeah it's all so... the same sex death little hellraiser action well that's why i'm like you know when peter vincent's like you know nobody believes in vampires anymore they just want to see someone with a ski mask slashing up virgins and i'm like dude fucking vampires like whole fucking mo is fucking perving and macking on virgins like let's call the kettle a, a vampire here you know so I wrote down that he says that demented men wearing ski masks killing young virgins. Is he referring to something specific or is he just like making a reference about just like 80s slashers and things of like things like that? I think he's making like a generalized statement, but I was trying to think I was like, okay, like last house on the left, they're not wearing ski masks. Then I thought of ta- the town that dreaded sundown. They're wearing like bags over their heads. So I guess he's just talking about general slashers, but yeah, like, yeah, vampires are, are total, total weirdos, total creeps. That being said though, um, Peter Vincent is probably the coolest character. Oh, he's so good. I love when he says that he'll go for the $500 savings bond. (laughs) Yeah, he's great. I, um, and it makes sense, you know, like my, my Wikipedia search, like they're, they had this idea of like, okay, vampire, moves in next door and the kid knows like what does that look like you know kind of like uh you know is it like what like like rear window rear window or Mm -hmm. disturbia but just like with a vampire Mm -hmm. you know yeah and and i guess they're like oh but that doesn't work that sounds dumb everyone's gonna think he's crazy you know Mm -hmm. and um but then the idea is like oh then we came up with the peter vincent character and then that's when the movie clicked and i was like that is probably the coolest element of this um I love um we don't we don't even have to debate our love for Elvira. 
Mistress no. of the Dark. And I love, you know, just watching B, C level tier horror movies, you know, like late yep. at night or even like, or even just like anthology horror shows, like, you know, Tales mm-hmm. from the Crypt, of course, and, you know, Twilight Zone. I remember, um, it well, it was on Nick at Night, you know, and reruns at this point, but even watching like Alfred Hitchcock Presents, which was, yeah. you know, yeah, great, the great theme song. And yes, I just immediately became attached to that character. Um, oh, yeah. There are, he, it, he just reminds you of so many, so many greats that have, have been on television and, you know, brought horror to television before it was like this hot commodity like it is right now. Of course, named after, you know, Peter Cushing and Vincent Price, you know. Yeah. All, yeah, as soon all, as you hear his name, you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, something out of a Wes Carpenter flick. Yeah. <laughs> same same level of... Uh, yep. Of just know. like, good job. Good job putting that in there. Wink. But um, he is really like the comedic element of the movie as well. You know, like... yeah. I think any of the f- actual parts that were like funny jokes, kind of like you're saying, just like how, like, you know, yeah, poor guy, you know, he's getting, you know, he loses his job. Getting he's evicted. getting evicted. You know, you can tell he's like, I'll do shit for cash. Don't even worry. Don't even mind mm-hmm. me. Hey, you know, we all got to work. That man's got a talent. And hey, 500 bucks probably would have paid for the rent you know, in oh, 1985. Absolutely. That's a, that's definitely a month of rent, maybe some groceries too. Oh, like, I don't even fucking know. Um, you treat yourself to an ice cream cone. I don't know. Is it, so, okay. When they, when Peter Vincent and Amy and Ed are together and they're calling Jerry, they're like, you know, obviously, like this situation, they're like, "Oh, we want to prove that you're not a vampire." But he says no crosses because he's born again. Right? But he's How he's a born again Christian. Sense? Then wouldn't you love crosses? Yeah, be like, just yeah, just rub it up on me. Just yeah, yeah, yeah give me give me all that. Yeah, and then the, oil me the up holy and water, cross me up. the holy water. He was like concerned that it was actual holy water. And it's like, okay, like these really big red flags, y'all like that. He doesn't want it to be actual, like, sure. Let me drink some holy water. Like it's not going to do shit because I'm a human. So it would have been fun if it actually was holy water. And he'd like sipped it and thought, you know, that would have changed the whole course of the movie. But that's what I was waiting for was that for everyone to turn around and him to like spit it out or for him to like everyone. Leave yeah, and yeah. Like, ah, and you find out that his tongue is like sizzled off and has to grow yeah. back and you can't talk, you know, and something like that. But it was like, wait, dude, y'all like caved like pretty immediately. And like also, yeah. again, these dumb children, it's like, you know, they paid him five hundred dollars and yeah. he is he is just did nothing but he doesn't you know he he was he was a man he doesn't have his faith anymore in his own vampire Mm -hmm. fighting confidence i I do love everything that happens in the house when they're like when they go in there just like the way that the two of them are like the way that jerry and what is his what is his familiar's name i keep forgetting his damn name let me see billy billy like the way that they like look at each other every time something happens, like they're so suspicious 
they're not acting like normal people at all. Like everyone should be concerned, especially me. Peter Vincent, because he's a grown ass man. It reminded me a little bit. I don't know, just because, you know, I know we talked about the invitation. It just reminded me of like David and Pruitt. You know, yes. like, and yes. the way they would just look, give each other looks and just kind of like, as they're kind of like guiding people through the house and everyone's like, I don't know. And I'm just like, what's going on? What the fuck? Everyone's just fine with it. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're just like giving sideways glances at someone else in the room, like something's going to go down. Something's off here. But I love, I absolutely love him pulling out that like compact. First of all, what is he checking on? Is he checking his hair just before he leaves the house? to go off and drive by himself. So that was interesting. But I love when he actually like drops it and realizes that he is a vampire because he doesn't cast a reflection. That That is really fun. Um, Especially because Ed references references that because he did that in a movie uh-huh. prior, right? So, you know, that was nice. I like that a lot. I um just, you know, another quick thing, just uh, when he is talking to amy more intently about like i need help with the vampire went and talked to you know peter vincent he's not helping uh her first thing is this is just a trick to get me back and what i oh oh, i forgot to bring this up earlier i'm like are you not back she reminds me of like i know i bring kate capshaw from temple of doom Okay. Where she just this this just nonsensical overreaction to a yeah. lot or just big yeah. reactions to things. Yeah. And a little bit gadget from Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I think that's just like the overalls <laughs> and the oh shucks kind of attitude, like a like an eight year old. And yeah. then she reminds me of uh do you remember Laura Flynn Boyle's character from Wayne's World? Like Stacy, the I girlfriend. Do. I just watched <laughs> Wayne's World. <laughs> Love her. <laughs> I don't own a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate <laughs> an entire gun rack. Yeah. Um, but it just so this is just a trick to get me back. Like just her whole her whole mannerisms and just how quickly she's like, nope, it's my fault. You know, yeah. just, I mean, this is I thought it was pretty this funny. Is men, a man writing a teenage girl in the 80s. Like she's she's dumb. She's impressionable. She's you know, letting her boyfriend be a complete dick. Like I, I tried my best to, as I always do, like to keep my, my lens, like in that time, but it's, it's hard. It's very, very hard, um, you know, to do that with horror. It's one of those things, like, especially like there's always like nudity and and things like that, you know, like that they should like that beautiful woman in the beginning who has like immaculate breasts. Um, like, I'm like, did she have to audition? Like, they were just like, okay, take your top off. Let's see him. Like, yep, she's the one. Great. No speaking lines. Um, I just imagine that going that way at that time. Um, if nothing else, it makes me like, it makes me happy for the amount of change that there is. Cause I'm like, I remember talking to my coworker who is, I don't know how old he would be now, but I think he's like 10 younger yeah so he's probably 26 now but he was 10 years younger than me at the time and he was talking about he oh he asked me like the most basic question this is such like an inappropriate conversation that I was having with a coworker. but he asked me like 
a question about like how to please a woman basically. And I was like, do you not understand the anatomy? Like that's happening down there. And he's like, well, no, we didn't really go over it in sex ed. And I was like, okay, well, that's wild. I was like, I'm going to need you to pull that shit up in a book somewhere. I was like, what did they talk about? Just like abstinence. And he was like, oh no. He's like, they talked about consent. Like everything was about consent. And I was like, okay. I was like, that's a step. That's a step in the right direction. Cause that was, I didn't even, never had heard of that when sex ed for us was abstinence. Yeah. Otherwise you're pregnant or you've got STIs. Like, I appreciate that it's like, no, even before you even ask, you know, where the bits are (laughs) on on that genitalia, you need to ask all the consent first, and then they will provide you a a tour, maybe. Yeah, like, but I mean, also, you know, but so yeah, I don't know where I was where I was going with that point. But the whole point was like, I was like, okay, like, when I watch things like this, sometimes I'm just like, oh, like, I'm glad that things are like, extremely slowly getting like going into the right direction yeah but like i was prepping for you to like say like yeah that they're just you know it's all just abstinence only nonsense still no no Mm. but i mean that's in san diego so you know there are plenty of places where it is abstinence only still um which is is setting people up to be charlies because they don't know how to ask and how to, or how to be patient or respectful. Like, but also like teach your fucking sons that shit. Like I have an eight year old son. He's going to be the most respectful motherfucker in town. Like I, like that's the best way I could have said that. Um, But literally like, but that it is, it's on you. Like it is absolutely on you. Like I don't trust the school to provide him with how to be like, a good man, a good gentleman. Okay, maybe Charlie is shitty. Fine. Thanks. I, I know you'd get there. I know he's in that other movie you like. It's hard. Hey, you know what? I wasn't hey, saying he's wonderful. I, I listened. He was a perfect guy. Jeez. I, hey, I listen to Morrissey still, you know, like, look, there's <laughs> some things. There's some things we got to, you know, separate the art from the artist. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure if this... <laughs> The other thing too is, um, yeah, so, right. So they don't bother with the cross and they don't bother with the holy water. It's like, it's just tap water, just drink it, like whatever. Yeah. And, and kind of the same thing with the cross, like the, you know, there are a couple of times that they allude to like you, and this is heard in other vampire lore where the cross is ineffective if the holder does not believe in it, you know, to which I, that feels kind of silly i would only politely nudge back and say like hey look i am i am a staunch atheist but you know what if i i don't i don't believe in vampires but if vampires just start showing the fuck up like oh you'll believe in that cross then then i'm like well then clearly (laughs) okay like i'm i'm also like i try to be humble too i can admit if i'm wrong it's just like look if i start seeing that then yeah okay I will be more inclined to believe that this this cross has power to repel that because yeah. uh, fuck might as well try you know so I, where, that's... where my pushback comes on the believing on on the cross for it to be effective is let's say for instance you want to protect a space you don't have to believe in garlic it just works 
So I'm like, shouldn't you be able to put crosses around in a room and that would then deter the vampire? Like if they're, if they're on their own, are they functioning? You know what I mean? Like that, that doesn't seem fair that someone had to be holding it and believing in it. Yeah. Crosses only tend to work when the plot needs it to generally yes. or the or they just get turned upside down because they they like to be funny and say like ha see look what we did that's a yeah thing. and their power their power varies like in this movie when effective it like keeps them at quite a distance whereas like it's something like buffy like there are vampires who are bold enough that are just like go ahead like press it up on me let it burn through my skin and they're you know they're fine so yeah, it burns them like a like a brand well because i mean that's how you, you yeah know, poor ed's not got the x on his head it reminds me of i forget which jackass movie it was when oh, they like branded bam margera with Oof. with like a brand in like the shape of a penis you know oh, and they were like God. trying that on each other i have so, never seen any of those movies it just you know what you know hey you know that's a separate art from the artist because yeah, you know, Bam Margera, what can you do? But, you know, he's 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 got some stuff he's working through. But those movies are pretty. I would put one of those movies in a, in a time capsule and say this is just as important to American cinema as a lot of other things. It's it's pretty it's very, wonderful. It's very representative <laughs> of... Uh, I, I watched the show when it was, like, first like a big thing i remember that was it was a big deal but i've I've never made it to the theater to watch the jackass movies yeah i say i feel like i never watched the i feel like i leapfrogged the show right into the movies because i but i remember watching plenty of like you know i don't know i guess it all gets kind of wrapped up i guess i was just watching like a lot of like skate videos you know and a lot of like and there's always like the ones where just like you know they just eat shit you know and they just show those those clips a bunch so I feel like that was like an evolution into I will, that. I, I will know. say this. I, of course, I always have to have to measure hotness. Johnny Knoxville has been aging well. He, with the white hair, he was he was not young man like in the Silver Fox action. So, shout out to him for for aging like a fine wine. Good for him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. His insides probably not as much. I'm sure oh. there's probably plenty of trauma, but the outside. His teeth are probably complete, like just like dentures at this point. Like I don't think he actually has any any actual real teeth. Sometimes I think about that. Like, gosh, what if I just like replaced all my teeth with fake teeth? Like, you know, oh, your teeth are nice. They're so straight. Thank you. They're so straight. It's so white. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you don't really get to, you know. But then I just think like, I don't have to bother that you know as much with upkeep. You know? Wait, did you have braces? Yes. Did I, I know bra- you with braces? No. Mm, maybe, maybe you were like right afterwards because I yeah. braces. I got those off in like sophomore year. I want to say early, early sophomore year. Yeah, it's probably uh, right, right before we met. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, but I didn't wear my bottom retainer, so I've got one crooked tooth that my mother always points out. Um, because I did not wear because my she retainer. Paid, because she fucking paid for those braces and she paid for that retainer. So she has every right to point that shit out to you every time. That's fair. You know what? Good call. Thank you. I love you, Mom. Um, <laughs> so 
really just a bad plan with Peter Vincent just coming yeah. in, just taking their money. And even like on his way out, yeah, he does see, yeah, you know, the no reflection, but then he's like, fuck this noise. I'm getting out of here. And they're also just not quiet. Like they're like yelling about him oh, yeah. definitely being a vampire right in front of his house. I'm like, y'all like scree if you don't want to be murdered. Like go down the street, go, yeah, go to a Denny's yeah. talk, talk this through. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? And and because they're so fucking loud and stupid, like Jerry just immediately is like, well, okay, I'm gonna go fucking take care of these kids. And really only has to just tell Ed, like, hey man, these people are really shitty to you. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you want want wanna like not be bullied anymore? And they're just like walking through dark alleys. Did they say where this movie takes place? Hmm. No. At least I don't remember a mention of where it takes place. It's got it's would be L.A. right? If Peter Vincent is he he goes to like a studio. Hey, you know, uh, Family Feud films in Atlanta. So okay, well, my best guess is L.A., especially because that might be where they actually filmed it. But the they're walking they're walking Amy home is why they're but like could we pick more more crowded paths? than the dark alleys just casually walking yeah it's um so and and again you know so jerry only has to say like yeah bro like these people fucking hate you like do you you know you Mm -hmm. and and to be honest like i do too like ed's a lot yeah he he sounds like it was i felt like the direction they gave him was like you know just you're just fucking loaded and you like on you know it's like almost if like someone just doing the worst exaggeration of someone just like loaded on morphine like you know after a surgery and they're just loopy and just saying like the wildest shit he he just his reactions are just so weird and nothing makes sense and i'm like like, well, that's I, I like him better as a vampire, like 1000%, because then his obnoxiousness makes total sense. Like, you're you're a fearless beast now. Like, you're immortal. Go for it. Like, annoy the shit out of people because you can fight anybody. But yeah, he is very easily convinced. And I, I don't know if that's part of the like that lore hypnosis that vampires have or if he actually is just like you know what sure why not and they you know and then even then they hear him scream and then they're just like oh evil edge is probably being an asshole even though like dude we're, there we're is a vampire ju- out <laughs> yeah jesus christ like ah oh, he's probably just being an asshole you know not not yeah. being hunted by this vampire that's like definitely said he was going to kill us yeah. And they follow them into this club. Oh, this um, is my favorite part. Yeah, mine too. It's pretty fun. I love I, the club. And yes. I, in the 80s, it's like a little time capsule. Dude, and that song's so fucking good. It's so good. Like the switch into the song, like mid dance. Let's yeah. uh, like watch your girl, Charlie. Oh, it, so, uh, so good at ignoring her. Well, and that's the thing. It's just like even now, even still, he's not giving a shit. Hold your hand, her. even like, tired. Of, tired of something, you know. Put a bell on her. I don't know, just so you know where she is. Like what's bell going on? on? Her. I don't know. It's like 
Yeah, so it's pretty bad where they're like first, but I also know, you know, we are as elder millennials, we are the last to remember what it was like having to rely on finding a payphone to Ugh. call somebody. Yeah. Why would they put the payphone in like the club like that? What it are should be like like down a hall, like off like to by the, the side or right outside. Yeah, by the bathroom. Like yeah. So they were trying to do that, I think, while still giving access to the dance floor, because then how else would you have that fucking dramatic ass moment where she sees Jerry and he's like walking back and forth, just like direct eye contact every every cut, just closer, closer, closer till he's right fucking there. I was like. I'd be fucking on that dance floor right there. Dude, Give me some Chris Sarandon. But this is so my good. thirstiest episode yet. I'm sorry, everyone. I I love it. I'm here for it. And <laughs> I love Chris Sarandon. And I know me too. He is like the only I'm I'm hoping one day. I don't know if he'll do it, but like he's like one of the only cast members from Child's Play to like not come back to that series yet. Like and in Catherine Heigl, but she talked a lot of shit. Yeah, we don't need that. I thought you were going to yeah. say Catherine. Who Catherine plays Hicks. Catherine Hicks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh I'm my gosh. Ca- if she Lip- comes back and her husband is still active in this franchise, like, come on. I know, right? So, where was I going with this? Yeah. Well, I, she's getting seduced. She's getting seduced. I like this whole scene. I think that it's you know and it's hard to be like oh, she is a child i'm like still but i'm like yeah no that's just vampires just being rapey and weird and yeah you know, they, they like course, him young yeah and he he smelled the nervous virgin on her like immediately yeah. like well before that yeah. and she oh, looks like, they they like kind of dr- not really dropped that plot like of her looking like someone that he was with in the past right yeah they showed that painting i also mm-hmm. um she has the same they- stupid fucking headband yeah, I know the same the, the same haircut. <laughs> Just like okay, that you know, sure, that's a choice. But um, that's why I didn't understand that part. I thought like that was like supposed to be like a painting of her. But, no. Yeah. So I did like when they first brought Peter Vincent over to Jerry's house, and you know, he does the thing like you know he like kisses you know Amy's hand. It's like this is what vampires supposed to do, right, Charlie? And he laughs, and then she yeah. just and she's like totally flattered, totally hot and bothered for him. But yeah. again, like a nine year old, she just goes, "Wow, he's so neat." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like that is not what you're feeling right now. Is that he's yeah. neat? No, <laughs> that is not. <laughs> <laughs> but she just doesn't know how to process just that sexual awakening inside oh, her. So she yeah, just absolutely. So she just goes like, "Wow, that's neat." I don't know. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. But, but I did think, yeah, this this weird half attempt of trying to justify it by being like, "No, she could is possibly." a reincarnation of his lost love or something." Mm-hmm. And I just go reborn lost love okay pervert i'm like no don't, don't. but it's okay a- let's can we talk about this dance can we can we talk about the choreography of this dance oh yeah take the creepiness out of it let's just because it's let's take it, the cre- let's take the age creepiness out of it because the actress is a, is a woman okay she's young she's a young woman but she um this dance is sexy as fuck him the way so he like grabs up behind her like they like roll their hips together like the the reach up the skirt oh my goodness 
And then she drops down to her knees. Like she gets down low, like kissing his chest. That was, it was a fever. It's a great scene. And the song isn't even that sexy. It's like an 80s like pop song, but it fits, it just fits the vibe. Yeah. And just, yeah. and just stupid Charlie, you know, <laughs> Charlie. call it calling Peter, you know, we'll call him Peter Vincent. Peter Vincent's like, uh, no, bro, I'm good. <laughs> you know, I don't know if this is before or after Peter Vincent gets attacked by Ed. It's after. Is it after? Okay. Where he's mm-hmm. just like, no, bro, I'm not fucking with this. Even though he shows like, yeah, dude, I can fuck up a vampire pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, he just lets her, you know, again. Like I feel like Charlie, please don't cock block me. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like Charlie. Can get like, it. You can't, dude. Pretty much, I'm like, so stop. Pret- yeah, I don't know. I hey, he just notices her, pays attention to her. Yeah, come on, literally. I did like, um, you know, at this point, you know, with Ed, and then later on with Amy and the other effects. Like, I thought the uh, special effects are so good. Like everything. Oh my gosh, so so good. I love those monster effects. I yeah. I, my little Wikipedia search. Um, it's the same uh, effects team that did Ghostbusters. They just came off of doing Ghostbusters. Um, yeah, and did he, this one when they're leaving the club and he's like attacking the bouncers. Love that. Him like getting out of there. Everybody's like running. They're all getting separated and shit. Like clearly, he doesn't care about being anonymous anymore. No, and that and that's and because at first when they're running from him and they like go down the dark alley, I'm like, why didn't you all stay in that group of people? But apparently that wouldn't have been the safe choice regardless, because he he did not give a care how many people were around. But I mean, Amy ends up going with him, which honestly, after that dance, so would I. <laughs> that's my thing. Yet again, our was is staying with charlie like the right choice like for ed or no. amy or yeah. or charlie's yeah. mom or anybody like i mean the the maternal maternal youth like he can buy whatever he wants like come on it's great i like the idea of eternal youth and then being able to turn into a mean old fanged monster if i want to like just go yeah. switch back and forth i like that yeah so Jerry takes off with Amy. And mm-hmm. then one thing I thought was a little strange. So I guess is is just uh, the 80s, I guess. I was like, did they all need to like take their tops off first for him to No, he just be wants to see he just wants to see more skin. Like that's doesn't... that's definitely a skin thing. I, I have a question. Okay, so this is during that part. This is before the top comes off. They're sitting, sitting on the rug super hot making out doing all the things he goes to like like bite her like he kind of leans over like to her but he doesn't bite her and she like reacts like something happened like what what was what was he doing like where were his hands is my question i have no idea it was very unclear and did you catch that though did you catch that yeah like so where did his hands go is my like is that what was happening I guess so. I have no idea. But the one thing I notice is that when he does bite her, dude, he's not even close to her neck. He's no, biting her shoulder. shoulder. Can you just bite some, like, is that a vampire thing? Can they you could bite, bite someone, someone anywhere? anywhere, really. I mean, I thought that, and the, again, this is one of those things, like, that's debatable, that 
there's a process to like being able to turn someone into a vampire. But like one of the, one of the seemingly non-negotiable things is that you do bite them from the neck to turn them. Like even when you see um, Ed, when he shows Peter Vincent, it is right on his neck. Like that, like major artery that, you know, you can like take your, take your pulse from. So I, I don't know. Even later when they show her, you can see the little bite marks and it's on her shoulder. So it lines up with, with where they showed him biting. Yeah. Yeah. So strange. And I suppose that's probably why they decapitated the other women. So they wouldn't see the bite marks. Mm, I guess perhaps. Yeah. Be my best guess. I don't know, but you know, Charlie being as useless as he fucking is, you know, goes back to Peter Vincent knowing that he's the only person who can help me at this point. And yeah, and good and good thing he comes around and says, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna kill this fucking vampire. I'm feeling pretty good now. And in the outfit also, he puts on the whole shebang. Dude, he's so cool. I I love it. Um and then you know then they go <laughs> take care of Billy who's like a zombie now or something. I didn't I didn't know exactly how all that works out, but again. Wait, did we skip over when he when he kills Ed? That happens beforehand, well, right? Allegedly kills Ed. You think, you know, right? Because at the end you see you hear Ed laughing at the end. Yes. The end but oh, and he I'm turns confused. into a wolf. He turns into thing. a wolf. But it feels like very werewolfy. Yeah. Is it is it that these vampires can just shapeshift? into an animal other than bats in this world man i've never heard of and when i saw the wolf it confused me because i was like wait is he is he a werewolf well that's also what i don't understand like and i'm like maybe you i thought you would needed to at least if you wanted the power to turn into a werewolf as a vampire you'd need to be bitten by a vampire that also turned into a wolf but yeah i i think or you could have sold this idea of like, sure, they can shapeshift into any animal they choose, but why would you pick wolf? Because it's just so, it's so known with werewolves Danger. specifically. Yeah, yeah, were- who, yeah, werewolf, yeah. like what? Who are famously in direct opposition of vampires. Mm-hmm. So that's a bad look. I don't know. So it, it was an interesting animal. choice. But that being said, the practical effects on the like the stabbed wolf like and him morphing back into ed is really amazing to watch and i also thought of you because i was like kyle why do you keep picking movies that have dog wolf coyote violence i don't know i swear to god i picked the invitation actually so but it's a good movie though but yeah it's peter vincent just kicking ass and then he's like, "Yeah, dude, I'm feeling pretty good. I just he just needed he just needed one just to hype him up. He just needed yeah. that. He just needed that one little taste." And he's like, "Oh, I'm back." He's like, "I um, I am a vampire killer. I'm back, motherfuckers. Let's fucking go. It is fright night, <laughs> but for you, you know, yeah. fucking assholes." <laughs> and so they go and you know dispatch Billy, kind of a la Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, where he's he just kind of just melts and just just yeah. mi- milk and goo just kind of yeah, it looks fall- great. Yeah, it looks so good. Yeah, I loved it. Every uh, everything in this movie that has to do with like transformations, killings, 
goo, blood. It all looks so fantastic. I loved when they finally killed Jerry and you can see he's like turning into he like what he's the form he's taking like when he's finally yeah. Yeah, yeah. which i which i think you tried is alluding like that is his like real his form, form you know yeah. is this just giant ass kind of bat monster mm-hmm. demon situation i thought that looked pretty cool i thought amy's makeup looks super cool even if watching yes. it like in hd it's like oh that's cool Clearly, yeah, clearly you can see the prosthetics, but I like just the eye makeup. That mouth, how far like it spreads across her face is really good. It is funny, the hair growth thing. I didn't understand why they did that piece because I'm like, you showed us a painting of a woman that looks like her with the same haircut. So why the need to have her hair grow out longer? That felt really strange, like just a strange choice. It's like kind of maybe they mistook it as like, you know, you get like an injury and it heals kind of thing. They were just like, yeah. oh, oh, like maybe it's like, you know, yeah, we can fix like the cut in your arm. Sure, we can fix the broken bone. And yeah, we're going to fix that haircut, too. So maybe it's like that kind of situation. You made a bad choice. <laughs> yeah. Like just the vampire element just took it upon itself just to do a. <laughs> I don't know. Also, another thing with Amy and her transformation, like I kind of call bullshit on her going back to normal because my understanding from what he had said was that like, oh, we need to kill him before sunrise. Like the sun was out. It was it, it was the sunrise out. that killed him. Yeah. Yes. Like it, it had been out like it, it was sunny. So I'm like, technically, she should have been a permanent vampire. And in my opinion but he also said that that might not be true right well and then also only she turns back ed does not yeah or the the, you're you're led to believe ed does not and looking at the you know the sequels like you know yeah he would still be a vampire but um yeah yeah, dang you know i like it just smashing up windows it's a little Mm -hmm. bit from dusk till dawn a little bit granted this movie was 10 years 11 years earlier yeah but it's I'm not sure there my... was inspiration there because i think there's a vampire in from dusk till dawn that also has that like a lot of them have a really wide mouth don't they yeah yeah so maybe they were inspired they look like um shit i forget her name from mortal Kombat. melina melina that's it thank mm-hmm. you so yeah, she's my favorite yeah hell yeah um yeah you know kind of dispatch jerry kind of take care of it and things work themselves out and peter vincent's like i'm a real vampire killer now so i guess they're gonna give me my tv show back i guess i don't know yeah i don't know how that how that worked out yeah but sure and then you know and then just like fucking charlie like gets what he wants (laughs) (laughs) which is I was like, you know what? You put my ass in danger. I'm done with you. What? And they don't show his mom again. Like, I'm like, is she safe? She, yeah, she's been gone since. Like the middle of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ed was in that house, right? Yeah. So I have no idea. Yeah. I'm like, what happened to his mom? Because in the, in the remake, the mom is like way more in she's she's a character she's a fully fleshed character in in this like not so much which is fine because she's pretty annoying but um yeah i mean maybe it's she's okay 
I don't know when you got when you got Tony Collette in that role. It's like you know we maybe we should give her more to do. Oh yeah, yeah. you know always. Um, so there is. I don't know if I want to. Maybe I'll talk about it in terms of my boo score. Mm. Um. Anything else you want to touch base? I I went through all my notes. Is there anything else you want to touch base on before we kind of wrap up some thoughts? You know, I have taglines. Ooh, yeah. Okay, let's give me some taglines first. Okay, I will admit I was quite disappointed for this one. I thought this movie of all movies would have a really fun selection, given that Friday the 13th had 13 options, which was a lot, and they were very diverse. This one, not so much. So for this movie, we only have three taglines, which is short. And two of them are almost the same. So I'm going to read those two first, and you can tell me which one you think is, is better. There are some very good reasons to be afraid, dot, 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 of the dark. Okay. Then we have, there are good reasons to be afraid. Of the dark. No dot dot dot. I was like, all right, like I get it, because vampires, like they only come out at night. Sure. And then you've got if you love being scared, it'll be the night of your life. I feel like they didn't they didn't put their heart into mm. these taglines. Yeah, I mean at least yeah, I think I probably like the last one the best. They're very lackluster for how fun the movie is. Yeah. And for how but silly honestly, I can't is. think of something better. Like, I'm not going to say that I could come up with a better tagline. You've been pretty good. Uh, not off the top of my head. I don't know. Audience, throw us some taglines. Maybe some good taglines for Fright Night. Yeah. Somebody's got to have great ideas out there. Right? I don't know. I can't think of any right now. But so this movie came out in 1985. There was a 2011 remake mm-hmm. um, that kind of came out. That was like kind of like at the tail end of when they were doing just kind of remakes and in particular 3d remakes of everything. Um, and I went and saw this, like, I remember the movie, the original one kind of barely kind of like you said, I, you know, I watched it last when I was like 15 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, and then seeing this remake, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think the remake improves on a lot of this movie now this movie i think so too i think this movie is really fun i really like fright night i Mm -hmm. um it is it's a three boo movie for me and i um again three is great honestly two is two is still good (laughs) i it's just when you get sub two you're just like ah geez man that's that's rough i still find plenty of things to like in the two boo movie um i have a lot of problems when i give when i give something two boos you in particular it's just a lot of the character stuff that you they really just gloss over like there's no reason for any of these people to be around each other there's i don't get the sense that any of these kids like each other yeah other than you just telling me that the they're in relationships and they talk and Mm -hmm. Because they're all just, I mean, it was just really it's Charlie being just shitty to everybody. So that was, like I said, I think the movie is just a constant exercise in yeah. ignoring him, you know, and wanting to just root for Peter Vincent, you know. And mm-hmm. 
the with the remake putting it in las vegas is way cooler yeah so there's a reason you know people are up all the time anyway you know so Mm -hmm. there's a reason why this dude just works at night i think he's he's like a construction worker you know they do get rid of the live-in carpenter which you know i mean you could have kept him would have been fine yeah but but you you make charlie like at least a little likable and then you add that mm-hmm. dynamic that i don't think they even explain still why they call him evil ed but that you know there's more of like a falling out between them and he's get he's kind of on the fence because like he's with like you know the super popular girl and wants to get in mm-hmm. with all the popular people but also knows he was a you know he was a dork with his pal ed mm-hmm. and um even my favorite part of the 85 Fright Night is probably, you know, Roddy McDowell is, is Peter Vincent, but dang, David Tennant comes really close. If not, like, it's just a different version. It's a a different brilliance. I think. Yeah. And it makes, and especially tying into the Vegas part where it's like, no, he's not like a TV star. He's this, you know, fucking goth vampire vegas magician I which is so, so cool yeah so and i cool. love when he like now we're like just talking about the fright night remake but the scene where he's like in his you know in his suite and he just slowly takes off like the wig the eyebrow piercing like all the the jewelry and he just turns into this totally like normal average looking guy from like a chris angel looking motherfucker like just it's just so- drinking just drinking straight midori yeah <laughs> like i'm like ew <laughs> like bro i think the remake is very fun and fast paced and like it feels i don't know it, it just feels um like you said all the characters make more sense together than in this one but this one ha- holds a special place in my heart because many things um right the music's better i like the yeah the the effects better in this yeah one. This the is effects definitely are so good more practical it's hard to compare you know just different types of wonderful performances you know i do think chris sarandon edges out uh colin farrell um as far as just being just a charming motherfucker even though colin Colin farrell's pretty fun in that movie he's he's good he's good too but less um he feels more sinister than chris sarandon does like the way that they dress him and all like he's he's like a little bit more um menacing yeah i um so i'll give it so i would give this movie three booze maybe that remake three and a half um you're gonna you're gonna spoil that for everyone uh you think we're you think we're gonna do a whole separate one on the fright night no no i don't think we will but i i would i i think this is three booze for me as well yeah and you know what i i think i agree on your three and a half for the for the remake you know and you just put like gosh like i said you got you know come on industry legend tony collette who you know you know he's unstoppable and she's funny too that's the best thing like she's like she can be dramatic she can be funny like all the things she's great have you ever seen muriel's wedding no you should watch that she's basically a woman who has this delusion she's fully convinced that she has a fiance and she's planning a wedding and she's getting married but this person doesn't even exist and it's 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 like a dark comedy it's old 
I want to say it's from like maybe the early 2000s, like early aughts, like late 90s. No, it was, it's got to be past 2000, but um, it's fun. Okay, I'll check that out. Yeah. Um, you know, I certainly like Christopher Mintz Ploss, Mr. Mintz Plosse, um, better. <laughs> I like his evil Ed much better yeah. than this dude. Oh my yeah. God. That was just hard. I think every line delivery, even though, like you said, you're right. When he turns, when he turns, mm -hmm. the voice makes more sense, you know? So it's like, well, yes, you are everything makes more sense. Like he was just meant to be a vampire is that kid's problem. So maybe the evil Ed thing was really just preemptive. Like, well, there's nothing you do that's evil, but we've got a feeling. <laughs> it feels so, like there's a dark cloud just kind of something's going to be happening hovering over you at some point, you know, but, um, yeah gosh i uh yeah so you hit three i think it's strong i really like it i would mm -hmm. i would definitely recommend it um now you know certainly it's just like yeah just that just that active obstacle of of just charlie <laughs> just being awful it's like if you can get past all of that this movie is still so much fun i love all the music all the effects yeah. are great almost all the performances are awesome you know yeah. like it's it is so weird watching this movie when you are you know it's just just the more you know sexual they make you know like amy right and i'm mm -hmm. still thinking like this is still marcy <laughs> you know? yeah who who is like you know was really like the butt of a lot of jokes oh yeah because of like how they made her up and how they dressed her and her looks yeah. you know, and all of that stuff so it was nice watching this and being like yeah see how fun go go get it you know like, oh, she's super, she's super cute. Her, I think her face is actually very sexy too. Like the, like when they, you know, they have like barely any makeup on her to make her look 17 and innocent. And then, you know, of course there's like a darker blush on her. She's like, you know, being seduced and vamping out. Like even her hair, her hair gets like more like teased on like somehow on the dance floor. Like it before even becoming a vampire, I was like, wow. Just being that turned on just made her hair just come alive. It was the it's the and the clips went away too. The giant clips. Where the fuck did they go? <laughs> Blew off. What? Like, I love a hair and makeup change that makes no sense. Like that situation. And then like she was also wearing another. She was wearing another jacket, and that disappeared too. And then she just had the blue blue top on. So yeah, she looked great. I. I don't think anyone gave Marcy enough credit. I know. Well, you know, she, um, I seem like what she like, you know, what other things she was in, because even like in Wikipedia, it just only mentions like Married with Children in this movie. But she, um, she directs a lot, does oh, a lot okay. of behind the camera TV stuff. So that's pretty cool. Good on her. Yeah. So different. I think she still goes to like cons and stuff like that. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But. I would watch a Peter Vincent movie. Oh my God. I would watch all the Peter Vincent movies. Like his acting is so bad. Like in the clips that they show, like you could see it just being so fun. It makes sense why him and Chris Sarandon, you know, get my MVPs because they definitely have the most to chew on in terms mm -hmm. of like the fun shit they get to do. You know, I love yeah. the idea of just, yeah, just Ronnie McDowell, just like hamming it up and all the like, fake tv movie stuff that he got to shoot like oh i'm my sure gosh, that how fun oh, that shit was shit was so much fun to do but um yeah. and that was i guess you know part of it that he was like super down for like all of it, it was like this shit's gonna be super fun i love this yeah um 
So good for him. Well, our fright night is is coming to a close. <laughs> Anything else? Most, to say? The most frightening part of this movie is the the lack of consent. <laughs> the yeah. vampire, the vampires are neither here nor there. <laughs> Yeah, geez. Yeah, I know. And I think that's the thing. It's like, you know, I mean, if the movie even like wanted to take half a step in saying anything, I know this movie would have, not the 85 one. Maybe if they kept the same dynamics in a remake and showing like, okay, this monster is like, okay, just doing like the same creepy, pervy, weird shit that you're doing, dude. Like there's no, you know, so this idea of like, come to me, I'm the better option. I'm not an evil monster. And it's like, well, no, bro, you. Like at least, at least he's got some like hypnotizing effects going on, you know, like. Yeah, dude, at least Chris. Smoke and mirrors. At least Chris Sarandon is like hot and like mm-hmm. has certainly, mm-hmm. you know, has enough money to keep like a live-in carpenter and. <laughs> owns which everyone dreams of having one day (laughs) i like i just like the idea of like no i can't be bothered i just wake up one day and i'm like hey you know i need i need an end table (laughs) can you do that for me (laughs) you know or or, or that started today i just i thought it was very funny how there's a lot it really wasn't until they got into the house and they and peter vincent saw the lack of reflection in the mirror everything up until that point it's not like charlie ever saw anything that was like no this dude's absolutely a vampire he just saw like he never saw a body in any no, of those trash bags true. when he comes into his house remember he breaks into the house and locks the mom in the in oh, the room okay. yeah and, and attacks I mean, him He's everything him up until out. everything up until that point then mm, okay Okay. where he he was already like absolutely convinced he's a vampire and i'm just like you know maybe the i'd dude be convinced he was carpenter. a serial killer he oh, definitely yeah. like you saw that woman go in there and then you saw her on the news like yeah. that's not looking too good yeah i don't know well gosh we were welcomed to fright night and we we live to tell the tale. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm just not good at closing these things. It's been an absolute pleasure, Natalie. Anything you want yeah. else you want to say on Fright Night? We good? No, no. It was it it was great. I I really enjoyed watching it. I'm glad that you picked it. It had been 20 years since I watched it last. Hell yeah! It's um, it's good. It's a lot of fun. It's good. And I and I did not purchase it. I did find it for free. So look at that. We're learning, we're growing, we're evolving. I uh, used a free trial of AMC Plus, and I absolutely know I'm going to forget and have that Oh, it's on renewed. Amazon. No, it's on Amazon, but through some AMC. Okay. I have. Oh, See, I have AMC Plus. I don't know why. Oh, there you go. That's probably why. That's probably your fault. I don't know why I have AMC Plus. I'm still paying for it. I don't know. Dude, that happens. That's where they get you. Um, okay. Well, there take care, Natalie. It. There we go. Gonna close a close it up on Fright Night. Thanks, everybody. Three, two, one, ghost. Thanks for listening to our episode on Fright Night and helping us start November off with a fang. If you're enjoying our podcast and want to know what we're up to, you can follow us on Instagram at 321GhostPod. 
We would appreciate if you left us a killer review on whichever streaming platform you're listening on. And don't forget to give us a follow. You won't live forever, so do it today. You can also reach us by email at 321ghostpod at gmail.com. If you have any comments, questions, or want to recommend a movie you'd like to hear us chat about. Join us next week to discuss the 2022 hit, Barbarian. Thank you again for tuning in with us. And remember, if you suspect your new neighbor might be a vampire, mind your goddamn business. <laughs>